Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. I'm Harriet, your reader today. And today we have Monday the 29th of August or the 2nd of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. This week our parasha or portion from the Torah is Shoftim, which means judges. And the scriptures from the Torah will be Deuteronomy or Dvarim, chapter 17, verses 14 through 20. Please join me in blessing and thanking the Lord for giving us his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel, and to all peoples, through his Son, Yeshua the Mashiach, our Master. When you have come to the land which the Lord your God gives you, and possess it and dwell in it, and say, I will set a king over me like all the nations that are around me, You shall surely set him whom the Lord your God chooses as king over yourselves. You shall set a king over you, one from among your brothers. You may not put a foreigner over you who is not your brother. Only he shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Mitzrayim, to the end that he may multiply horses, because the Lord has said to you, You shall not go back that way again. He shall not multiply wives to himself, that his heart not turn away. He shall not greatly multiply to himself silver and gold. And it shall be, when he sits on the throne of his kingdom, that he shall write himself a copy of this Torah in a scroll, out of that which is before the Levitical Kohanim. It shall be with him, and he shall read from it all the days of his life, that he may learn to fear the Lord his God, to keep all the words of this Torah and these statutes to do them, that his heart not be lifted up above his brothers, and that he not turn away from the mitzvah, to the right hand or to the left, to the end that he may prolong his days in his kingdom." he and his children in the middle of Israel. That was Deuteronomy 17, 14 through 20. Now our portion from the prophets is from the book of Hosea or Hosea chapters 9 and 10. Do not rejoice, O Israel, to jubilation like the nations, for you were unfaithful to your God. You love the wages of a prostitute at every grain threshing floor. The threshing floor and the wine press will not feed them, and the new wine will fail her. They will not dwell in the land of the Lord, but Ephraim will return to Mitzrayim and they will eat unclean food in Assyria. They will not pour out wine offerings to the Lord, 
neither will they be pleasing to him. Their sacrifices will be to them like the bread of mourners. All who eat of it will be polluted, for their bread will be for their appetite. It will not come into the house of the Lord. What will you do in the day of solemn assembly and in the day of the feast of the Lord? For behold, they have gone away from destruction. Mitzrayim will gather them up. Memphis will bury them. Nettles will possess their pleasant things of silver. Thorns will be in their tents. The days of punishment have come. The days of reckoning have come. Let Israel know. The prophet is a fool. The man of spirit is mad. Because of the multitude of your iniquity and great hatred. Ephraim is a watchman with my God, a prophet. A fowler's snare is on all of his ways, an enmity in the house of his God. They have deeply corrupted themselves, as in the days of Gibeah. He will remember their iniquity. He will punish them for their sins. I found Israel like grapes in the wilderness. I saw your fathers as the first ripe in the fig tree as it, at its first season. But they came to Baal Peor and consecrated themselves to the shameful thing and became abominable like that which they loved. As for Ephraim, their glory will fly away like a bird. There will be no birth, no one with child, and no conception. Though they bring up their children, yet I will bereave them, so that not a man shall be left. Indeed, Woe also to them when I depart from them. I have seen Ephraim, like Tyre, planted in a pleasant place, but Ephraim will bring out his children to the murderer. Give them, Lord, what will you give? Give them a miscarrying womb and dry breasts. All their wickedness is in Gilgal, for there I hated them. Because of the wickedness of their deeds, I will drive them out of my house. I will love them no more. All their princes are rebels. Ephraim is struck. Their root has dried up. They will, not bear, no, they will bear no fruit, even though they gave birth. Yet will, I will kill the beloved ones of their womb. My God will cast them away, because they did not listen to him and they will be wanderers among the nations. Israel is a luxuriant vine that produces his fruit. According to the abundance of his fruit, he has multiplied his altars. As their land has prospered, they have adorned their sacred stones. Their heart is divided. Now they will be found guilty. He will demolish their altars, and he will destroy their sect sacred stones. Surely now they will say, We have no king, for we do not fear the Lord, and the king, what can he do for us? They make promises, swearing falsely in making covenants. Therefore judgment springs up like poisonous weeds in the furrows of the field. The inhabitants of Shomron will be in terror, 
for the calves of Bet Aven, for its people will mourn over it, along with its priests who rejoiced over it, for its glory because it has departed from it. It also will be carried to Assyria for a present to a great king. Ephraim will receive shame, and Israel will be ashamed of his own counsel. Shomron and her king float away like a twig on the water. The high places also of Aven, the sin of Israel, will be destroyed. Thorn and thistle will come up on their altars. They will tell the mountains, cover us, and the hills fall on us. Israel, you have sinned from the days of Gibeah. There they remained. The battle against the children of iniquity does not overtake them in Gibeah. When it is my desire, I will chastise them, and the nations will be gathered against them, when they are bound to their two transgressions. Ephraim is a trained heifer that loves to thresh, so I will put a yoke on her beautiful neck. I will set a rider on Ephraim. Yehuda will plow, and Yaakov will break his clouds, his clods. Sow to yourselves in righteousness, reap according to kindness. Break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord until he comes and rains righteousness on you. You have plowed wickedness, you have reaped iniquity, you have eaten the fruit of lies, for you trusted in your way, in the multitude of your mighty men. Therefore a battle roar will arise among your people, and all your fortresses will be destroyed. Shalman destroyed Bet Arbel in the day of battle. The mother was dashed in pieces with her children. So Bethel will do to you because of your great wickedness. At daybreak, the king of Israel will be destroyed. That was Hosea chapters 9 and 10. Now we have arrived at our portion of the writings and we will lead, read First Chronicles or Divrei Hayamim Aleph, chapter 27. Now the sons of Israel, after their number, the heads of fathers' households, and the captains of thousands and of hundreds, and their officers who served the king, in any matter of the divisions which came in and went out, month by month, throughout all the months of the year, of every division, or 24,000. Over the first division for the first month was Yashobeam, the son of Zabidiel, and in his division were 24,000. He was of the children of Peretz, the chief of all the captains of the army for the first month. Over the division of the second month was Dodai, the Ahohite, and his division, and Miklot, the ruler, and in his division were 24,000. The third captain of the army for the third month was Benaiah, the son of Jehoiada, the chief Kohen. In his division were 24,000. 
This is the Benaiah, who was the mighty man of the thirty, and over the thirty. And of his division was Amizadab, his son. The fourth captain for the fourth month was Asahel, the brother of Yoav, and Zebediah, his son, after him. And in his division were twenty-four thousand. The fifth captain for the fifth month was Shamhut, the Israhite, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The sixth captain for the sixth month was Ira, the son of Ikesh, the Tekoite, and in his division were twenty-four thousand. The seventh captain for the seventh month was Helitz, the Pelonite, of the children of Ephraim. In his division were twenty-four thousand. The eighth captain for the eighth month was Sibekai, the Hushathite, of the Serahites. In his division were twenty-four thousand. The ninth captain for the ninth month was Abiezer, the Anahotite, of the Benjamites. In his division were twenty-four thousand. The tenth captain for the tenth month was Maharai, the Netophelite, of the Tzerahites. In his division were twenty-four thousand. The eleventh captain for the eleventh month was Benaiah, the Pirathonite, of the children of Ephraim. In his division were twenty-four thousand. The twelfth captain for the twelfth month was Heldai, the Netophelite of Othniel. In his division were twenty-four thousand. Furthermore, over the tribes of Israel, of the Reubenites, Eliezer, the son of Zichri, was the ruler. Of the Simeonites, Shephatiah, Shephatiah, the son of Maaka, of Levi, Hashbaiba, the son of Kemuel, of Aharon, Sadok, of Yehuda. Elihu, one of the brothers of David, of Issachar, Omri, the son of Michael, of Zulun, Ishmaya, the son of Ovadiah, of Naphtali, Yermot, the son of Azriel, of the children of Ephraim, Hoshea, the son of Azaziah, of the half tribe of Manashe, Yoel, the son of Pidiah, of the half tribe of Manashe in Gilad. Edo, the son of Zechariah, of Benjamin, Yaasiel, the son of Avner, of Dan, Asarel, the son of Yeruham. These were the captains of the tribes of Israel. But David did not take the number of them from twenty years old and under, because the Lord had said He would increase Israel like the stars of heaven. Yoav, the son of Zeruiah. Began to take a census, but did not finish, and wrath came on Israel for this. The number was not put into the account in the chronicles of King David. Over the king's treasures was Asmavet, the son of Adiel, and over the treasures in the fields, in the cities, and in the villages, and in the towers, was Jonathan, the son of Uzziah. Over those who did the work of the field for tillage of the ground, was Isri the son of Chiluv, 
and over the vineyards was Shimei the Ramathite, and over the increase of the vineyards for the wine cellars was Sabdi the Shifmite, and over the olive trees and the sycamore trees that were in the lowland was Baal Hanan the Gedarite, and over the cellars of oil was Joash, and over the herds that fed in Sharon was Shitrai the Sharonite, and over the herds that were in the valleys was Shaphat the son of Adlai, and over the camels was Obil the Ishmaelite, and over the donkeys was Yehedia the Maronathite, and over the flocks was Yaziz the Hagrite. All these were the rulers of the property which was King David's. Also Jonathan, David's uncle, was a counselor, a man of understanding, and a scribe. Yehiel, the son of Hachmoni, was with the king's sons. Ahitophel was the king's counselor. Hushai the archite was the king's friend. After Ahitophel was Jehoiada, the son of Benaiah, and Aviatar, and the captain of the king's army was Joab. That was First Chronicles chapter 27. And now to our final portion of scriptures for today. From the Apostolic Writings, we will read Hebrews chapter 5. For every Kohen Gadol being taken from among men is appointed for men in things pertaining to God, that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently with those who are ignorant and going astray, because he himself is also surrounded with weakness. Because of this, he must offer sacrifices for sins for the people as well as for himself. And no one takes this honor on himself, but he is called by God, just like Aharon was. So also Mashiach did not exalt himself to be made a Kohen Gadol, but it was he who said to him, You are my son, today I have begotten you. As he says also in another place, You are a Kohen forever, according to the order of Melchizedek. He, in the days of his flesh, having offered up prayers and petitions with strong crying and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and having been heard for this godly fear, though he was a son, yet learned obedience by the things which he suffered. And having been made perfect, he became to all of those who obey him the author of eternal salvation, named by God a Kohen Gadol after the order of Melchizedek. About him we have many words to say, and hard to interpret, seeing you have become dull of hearing. For although by this time you should be teachers, you again need to have someone teach you the rudiments of the first principles of the revelations of God and you have come to need milk and not solid food. For everyone who lives on milk is not experienced in the word of righteousness, for he is a baby. 
But solid food is for those who are full grown, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern good and evil. That was Hebrews chapter 5. If you are reading through the Apostolic Writings twice this year, you would also read the Gospel of John chapter 14 today. This is Harriet with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Have a blessed day. Shalom from Israel. Until next time.